I'll be reading out the, the New Living Translation, amen. I'll be reading verses 15 through 17, chapter 1. Christ is the invisible image of the invisible God. He existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creations. For through him, God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. He made the things we can see and the things we can't see, such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers, and authorities in the unseen world, spiritual world. Everything was created through him and for him. He existed before anything else and he holds all creation together. Amen? Hallelujah. Go to John. Familiar scripture. Amen? Hallelujah. John 1. Verse 1. When you have it, please say amen. In the beginning was the word had already existed. The word was with God, and the word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him, and nothing was created except through him. The word gave life to everything that was created, and his life brought light to everyone. The light shines in darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. And in this text right here, sometimes you have to refer back to the original text. King James Version. To get the real understanding, the real power. Now, there's nothing wrong with reading the NIV and all these other things. I'm reading the NLT. But sometimes the Holy Spirit will make me go back to the King James Version just to get that clear understanding. Hallelujah. Because the NLT is just an interpretation of whoever wrote it of the King James Version. Amen. Hallelujah. So verse 5 says that the light shine in darkness and darkness comprehended not. Oh, glory. Darkness comprehended not. So I looked up the word comprehend. Comprehend means to understand. Darkness will never understand light. Yeah. I'm going to leave that plug right there. Just remember, darkness can never understand light. Go to Genesis 1. Verse 1. Now, I went back from the end to the beginning. Watch God. In the beginning, God created the heavens and earth. The earth was formless and empty, and the darkness covered the deep. And the Spirit of God hovered over the surface of the water. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw 
that the light was what? Even though it was darkness, but God saw the light to be what? Y'all got to get that in your spirit. Hold that plug too. He saw light to be good. Then he separated light from darkness, called light day, which can be also translated into good. Oh, y'all got to catch it. And darkness night, which, can, which night reference bad, good and bad. Ah, glory. Now, and evening passed and morning came. Making the first day. Father in heaven, we thank you, God, for your word. We bless you, God, for what you have given me today. And God, I humbly submit myself to your anointing, to the spirit of this house that you have ordained in real life. God, use me. Speak to me. Open our eyes and our ears that we may hear what the spirit saying unto the church Lord I thank you now that God our lives will be changed and that we will look at things so differently in our transcending life in Jesus name we pray amen amen hallelujah come on let's give God glory glory Now, this also was spoken in my spirit, and I had to write it on my way to church when I was meditating on, my, on the subject. And I was asking God, if, is it just for me, or should I just give it to the church? Because what he gave me, you could take it personal or collectively, amen? He said, in order for elevation, it, it, it must be preparation first. This transcending lifestyle is preparation for the elevation where God is about to take this church. Amen. So we have to see this thing with the same mind, the same heart, on one accord, amen, knowing that God is about to do something awesome in the midst of this place. Before elevation, preparation must take first. That's in everything you do, even in your job. You want elevation, you got to make preparation. Do the groundwork. Do the things necessary you need to do. If you have to go back to school, you want a PhD, you got to do the work. You got to do the preparation. Amen. Amen. God has already paved the way. You just got to do the work. Amen. Faith without is what? Oh, glory to God. Now in this text, amen, the pastor, he started off with the series Amen. Sold out. Then the second series was and yet and last week was as a time who was in such a time as this. And in the first series, he had, he put up there a shelf where nothing was on it. Inventory was gone. In other words, we didn't have nothing on the shelf for the devil to play around with. No anxiety, no anger, no envy, none of the worryation, no frustration. None of these things that come to the flesh is nothing else left on the shelf. Amen? So, amen, we have to get in a place, amen, that we see nothing 
but Jesus. In your good situation, your bad situation, your terrible situation, your dying situation, you still got to see Jesus. And today my topic is, can you see good? Can you see good? And now the reason why I put the question behind the, the explanation behind the question is this a twofold question. I'm asking you, can you see it? And I'm telling you, it's there. In our trials of tribulation, when storm comes, all we see is a storm. All we see is what went wrong, how it went wrong, how can I get out of this, where can I go from now, Lord, why me? Then actually looking at the one who created all things, all things exist because of him and by him. So why am I referencing so much on something that don't mean me no good when something that is good has everything I need? Oh, glory. Scripture said he will never leave us or nor forsake us. He said, if you make your bed in hell, I'm. No matter where you go, what you go through, Jesus is there. Hallelujah. And see, in the scripture here, it said, in the beginning was the word. And commentators one of me and my pastor favorite, David Guzik, said, in the beginning, me, before the beginning. The beginning only states when it started. But Jesus was always there before the beginning. Hey, glory. Oh, Lord. Most situations are revealed to reveal the Jesus in you and you in him. We spend more time trying to figure it out than trusting the one who has already thought it out, planned it out, and worked it out. We spend more time trying to figure it out than trusting the one who has already thought it out, planned it out, and worked it out. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Everything around us, we must believe he is very present and never lost control. All things exist because of him, no matter how bad it gets or how bad it seems. Amen. There's good in the light. Remember in the beginning, I'm going to go back there, but I'm going to touch on this. In the beginning, when there was darkness, no form of void, before your situation ever happened, ain't nothing new to God, but God made sure light was placed there first. Scripture said that, it, the commentator said light is the one who gives life, which was the word of God, which is our Jesus. <laughs> but before you even enter your storm, Jesus was already there in your storm. <laughs> but he's in your storm so you can see the difference between good and bad. Oh, oh God, oh God.
Because he is the true light that give us life. No, you have no other option but to shine. The true light gives us life so you don't have no other reason but to shine. So stop being afraid, hiding yourself and say, Lord, I don't think I can do this. But you say Christ lived within you. He already said you can't put it in a, a lampstand over it. You can't, put, you can't hide this thing. Touch your neighbor and say, why are you trying to hide this thing? Why, why, why are you trying to hide what God has given you? And what he want to birth through you? Why are you so afraid? Because of your surroundings. Holy Spirit gave me this thought. I was riding in my truck. And I had to stop one of two stacks. I had to write it in my phone and I got it here. Said the executive producer, God, has given the author and finisher, Jesus, the vision and the storyline to the book called Life. And the director, Holy Spirit, gives you the strip for your starring role. But when the audience shows up, the cares of life, you panic, get in your feelings and forget your lines. I think I'll say that again. The executive producer, God, has given the author and finisher, Jesus, the vision and the storyline to the book called Life. And the director, the Holy Spirit, gives you your script for your starring role. But when the audience shows up, the cares of life, you get in your feelings and you forget your lines. Scripture declares that the Holy Spirit takes us into all truth. He knows the very thoughts of God. So if he knows the very thoughts of God, he knows God's heart towards you. He knows God's plans towards you. It's good and not of evil, baby. But when you look at yourself and, oh, I'm not qualified. I don't have the type of degree. And I, I did this last night and such and such happened. I've been divorced three or four times. And you just get all in your feeling and miss the whole thing. Look at your neighbor and say, you better remember your lines. You better remember your lines. And your lines is right here in the scriptures. Right here in the scriptures. Hallelujah. When things come against you, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you change, I can screech. Hallelujah. God is my provider. Amen. All this word the script of life, apostles said this is our covenant, our constitution of what we should live by. All oh, right here in front of you, you read it every day, every night, you pray, you fast, but yet when something happens, you get scared and you just freeze up. Hey, glory. There's a reason why there's an audience Hallelujah. 
There's a reason why there's an audience because Jesus wants them to see Jesus and he want, to see, he want them to see you on how good he is. He said, let your light so shine before men. That's when you learn your script. Hallelujah. The more you recite your script, the more your light shine. Oh, my God. And the more your light shine, the more the audience see how good God is. Hey, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. I could close the book on that one, but I ain't going to do it. That's something right there. Church, you got to see good in everything. I don't care what it is. Everything. You may not be where you want to be, but it's good that you're there and not in the ground. You may not have the house you want, but it's good you're at where you are. But because you could have been on the outside in the cold. Your cupboard might not be full, but I guess what? You ain't hungry. Hey, glory. Hallelujah. Touch your neighbor and say, can you see good? In the beginning tells when an event starts, so he was before the beginning. The beginning refers, refers to a timeless eternity. Proverbs 8, 22 and 23 says, the Lord formed me from the beginning. Now this is wisdom talking. But we also know that wisdom is the word. And the word was created by wisdom, which was the word. Y'all got to catch that. Anybody lack of wisdom? I asked of God. Scripture said he give it to you freely. You praise him not. Ain't no respect the person. Anybody can get it if you just ask. Hallelujah. From the, the Lord formed me from the beginning. Before he created anything else. I was appointed in ages past. At the first. At first. Before the earth began. Here's wisdom speaking about the awesomeness in word. Amen. The word had already existed. In him was life. The word is a source of all life. Now here's our word from real life. It's, a anti, it's an ancient Greek word translated, translated life is zoe, which means the life principle. The life, the life is in the light of men, speaking spiritual light as well as natural light. Amen. It isn't that the word contains life or light. Is he is life and light. It's not that he contains it. He doesn't hold it. He is it. He don't possess it. He is it. So the word is life and light. So the script written according to your life is life and light. Oh, God, y'all got to catch this. Y'all think what we're going through right now, Jesus just started writing it. That's what we get it twisted at. Because we thinking it's just happening. It's already been written, baby. It's already been written, amen? 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So if he is the author and the finisher, <laughs> that means he started a thing and he can finish it. And he's so good, he can put a comma where it needs to be, an exclamation point where it needs to be, a period where it needs to be. Hallelujah. He can do all things, amen. Glory to God. Now, the word is so powerful. We have to see the word for what it is, amen. Job said he needs more than his necessary food, amen. Jesus said, the word, Jesus said man should live not by bread alone, but every word that proceeded out the mouth of God. Hallelujah. Hebrews 4 and 12 said, for the word is alive and powerful. If sharper than any sharpest two-edged sword, cutting the division between spirit and soul, between joints and marrow, it exposes the inner thoughts and desires of our hearts. That word is powerful. <laughs> it's a change agent. Because in your bone and marrow is where your DNA is. <laughs> your genetics from what the doctors say is in your marrow, your DNA. The word can cut even through that and change things. Your, your genetics may say this because your ancestors did that, but the word can come in and change the whole script, baby. Hey, glory. Oh, glory. I'm about to stop preaching now, y'all. Here we go. We getting in the meat right now. I gave you the, the appetizer. Gave you a little bit more. Now we getting into the entree right now. Oh, glory. Go to Mark chapter 4, verse 35 through 39. This right here is, this blew my mind. And as I was studying this scripture, well, actually, the Holy Spirit dropped it in my spirit first. And I'm the type of guy, I, I pray and I meditate, try to get more clarity. Then I read, then I meditate some more, then I let the Holy Spirit, you know. Because sometimes I don't get it when I first read it. Amen. It helps some of y'all out. Amen. The Holy Spirit will reveal to you just what God is speaking in this text, amen? Amen. Now, in this text, a great storm, amen, when, well, let me, let me read it out of the book because I got something. <laughs> amen. Amen. Mark chapter 4, amen, verse 30. Okay, 35. As evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, let's go to the other side of the lake. So they took Jesus in a boat and started out, leaving the crowds behind. Amen. But, but, soon, but soon a fierce storm came up. High waves were breaking into the boat, and it began to fill the boat. Jesus was sleeping 
at the back of the boat with his head on a pillow, cushion. The disciples woke him up shouting, teacher, do you not care that we are going to drown? Then Jesus woke up. He rebuked the wind and said to the water, peace, be still. Suddenly the wind stopped and there was a great calm. Jesus said to them, why are you afraid? You still have no faith. Your interpretation might say little faith. Amen. Why are you afraid? Amen. Now here, in a boat. Amen. And they went on a boat in the Sea of Galilee. And the Sea of Galilee, amen, was a, a, a river that they often traveled. Sea of Galilee was where they went fishermen. They went fishing all the time. But it was so much below sea level that the winds can come down at any time, at anywhere, unannounced. Just like the course of life, the winds can come at any time, anywhere, unannounced. Amen? Amen. The great, the great, the great storm of winds, the care of life, your trials, amen, darkness, beating up the ship, up and down roller coaster. Here we go. Amen. Hallelujah. But peace was demonstrating how one should conduct themselves already in the storm. Peace was already in the bottom of the boat. Sleeping. Demonstrating how one should conduct themselves when a storm arises. Resting. Peace was already there. The boat represents carrying cargo. Which our body translates into our body. Our body carries cargo. But peace is already inside of us. Down in our belly. Down in our spirit. But when the storm comes, we forget peace is in our belly. Peace and light was already in the storm. Peace, light, and the word was already in the bottom of the boat. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Peace was demonstrating how one should conduct themselves in the storm. The light who gives life was in the storm with them. Don't break out into panic, but you should break out into a praise. Yeah. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. You should break out into a praise because the first thing they did, they panicked for the winds. First thing we do, we panic because the cares of life. The wind blowing. We can't tell which direction it's coming, but we can feel it is coming. It's blowing us to and fro. But yet the word, amen, light is right there in the midst of the storm with you. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. You shouldn't they, they went running to peace, woke peace out of his sleep. Peace was already comfortable. They already they waking him out of sleep in panic and started praise. They waking up peak peace in worrying and started worship. Oh my God, Hallelujah! There's a way you have to approach the Spirit of God. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Because when you're going with panic, you're going in with worrying, that's doubt. 
that ain't faith. At the bottom line, that ain't faith. If you're worrying and you're doubting, that ain't faith. And it's impossible to please him without it. I'm just going to tell you right there. It's impossible, amen? amen. Hallelujah. Now the peace got up. And this right here blew my mind. Peace got up. And the scripture declares that he rebuked the winds. And he said to the sea, peace be still. And I said, Holy Spirit. <laughs> Holy Spirit said, son, Look at the text again as I looked at it and I started reading it and typing it. He said, okay. I'm asking, why did he rebuke the wind but he spoke to the sea? Rebuke means in the Marian Western is a strong impression of disapproval. That means he said a word to the wind. And just like when we grew up and our mom and daddy got mad at us, all they had to do was look at <laughs> An expression of disapproval. Jesus ain't say nothing to the when he just. See, you don't have to say nothing to your haters. Hey, man, all you got to do is give. And give God praise. So I asked, I said, okay, Holy Spirit said, look at it again. I said, okay, I, I saw what you said the first time, but I, he said, rebuke. And I said, okay, rebuke is in past tense, but it's just happening. So how can it be in past tense? How can he rebuke him in past tense if it already happened? If it's just happening? Holy Spirit said, from the beginning. God has already rebuked your storm before you even got in your storm. He already given a strong From the beginning, when God placed light, oh, in the darkness, he rebuked darkness. And the Holy Spirit said, you need to tell them why they keep having conversation with something that don't comprehend who they are. You speaking so much to the storm that y'all speaking languages that none of y'all can understand each other. That's why the storm is still there because you concentrate and have a conversation with the wrong one. Stop trying to figure out the storm. Worrying about how to get out of the storm. Worry about more who's in the storm with you. Everything you need in your storm is in the midst of your storm right with you. But you're missing it because the cares of life come up. You get worried and you're frustrated and you're going like this. Head on a swivel and you miss it. The Holy Spirit said he rebuked the winds. And when, and then he spoke to the sea, 
which the water represents the spirit. <laughs> you have to speak word life into your situation. You spending too much time. All you got to do is look at trouble and speak to the spirit. Because not until Jesus said to the sea, peace be still, that it stopped. Peace had a conversation with peace. The prince of peace had a conversation with peace. And the storm ceased. There was a great calm. A great calm. Hallelujah. Stop focusing on the bad on the storm and see the good slap dab in the midst of it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The darkness never understood light. That's why Jesus didn't say nothing to the wind. Because you don't understand me, but I know who you are because I created you. You are in my control. If Jesus is in us, Greater is he than he that's in the world. Oh, come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. You have to continue to feed your spirit, man. And stop focusing too much on the flesh. Everything going on around us in this world is written. And we just say, oh, what is happening? And study, do like Paul say, wake up earnestly every day, waiting on the day of your salvation. Because all this is happening in the world is confirming that Jesus is on the way back. So my Duties in the Holy Spirit is to get you to see that no matter what you go through, Jesus is there with you. Stop spending so much time on stuff that's, ne that's not necessary. Y'all wasting so much time. That's why you stay in the trial too long. Because it takes you a minute to see the good. But if you catch the good first, the storm will cease. My Lord. My Lord. See, even when Joseph was betrayed by his brothers, he told them the vision that God had given them and the spirit that he operated in, they couldn't understand. Darkness. They couldn't comprehend the vision that Joseph had. That's why you can't try to beat somebody over the head to understand what God has given you. If they don't get it, they just don't get it. If they walk away from you in a relationship, they just don't get it. You got to keep on going and doing what God has called you to do. Amen? Hallelujah. And you have to say to them what you meant for evil, God meant it for my good. Amen? So everything happens to you is for your good. Amen. Let's go to Genesis 1, and I'm going to be closing in a few minutes. Amen. 
take that back. Holy Spirit said no. Matthew 14, 24, 31. And this is the story of Peter walking on the water. They said when the cares of life came, the storm arose, they was afraid. But then they saw what looked like a ghost that was illuminated like the light. The light was already in the storm. Ah, glory. But then Peter said, Lord, if it be you, bid me to come. Because you have to understand that the light is already in the storm. So Peter got out. He walked towards Jesus. He's going towards light. He's going towards life. He's going towards the word that's in the storm. Amen. Scripture declared that when, when, when the winds, cares of life start coming, he began to sink. He began to disqualify himself based on his past. The trash from your past, because you got to think one thing now. He, he heard somebody use a rod and the water separated. He heard that the priest stuck their feet in the water and the water separated, but he never heard nobody walked on the water before. So now here's Peter walking, doing something that somebody has never done before. But because of his qualifications within himself, he began to sink. <laughs> but Jesus has already rebuked that. That's why he asked to say, why you doubt? I have ordained you to do to walk on this water. Because there was 11 more in the boat. <laughs> that could have very well went out there. But it was for Peter to walk on the boat. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So whatever you set out to do in life, God has already prepared the way. It's for you to do. Don't allow your past to come up and cause you to sink. But it shows us how good God is. It shows us how good God is. That he reaches down his grace and still pick him up. Now watch this. This is going to blow your mind. This is going to blow your mind. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here, Johnson. Come here. Okay. Go over there. Also, he do the word by demonstration too. That scripture. You're walking on water, right? I'm Jesus. Come Now you, thought, you start thinking about your qualifications. You, you, you start to sink. You start to fall. Then you say, Jesus, come save me, right? Jesus come. He picks him up. Now watch. It was ordained for him to walk on water. The commentator said the boat was still far away. Still when Jesus got him, he was still doing what Jesus called him to do. Even though he fell. Even though he fell. Even though he fell. Even though he failed, God still picked him up and he still did what he was supposed to do. Because God said it, the word wrote it, and darkness can't comprehend it. Stop beating yourself on what you did wrong and how it went wrong. You still got to do what God called you to do. You still got to do it. Even though Peter fell, it was ordained for him to walk. Then Jesus said, I, Jesus could have very well picked him up out of the water and went straight in the boat. But they walked back to the boat. 
because it was meant for Peter to walk on water. It was meant for him. So whatever is meant for you, you're going to do it. <laughs> Hell or high water, your name has been called by the Lord. Your name has been written in the book of life. You're going to do what God called you to do. So look at your neighbor and say, you might as well get with it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good was always there. Good picked him up. And good took him back. Good still allowed him to do what he'd been called to do from the foundation of the world. Before the beginning, God had already wrote that Peter was going to walk on the boat. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now watch this. Another story. Daniel 3. Meshach, Meshach and Abednego. Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. King said, no, y'all got to bow down. Y'all don't bow down to the graven image. I'm going to put y'all in the fiery furnace. Now watch these boys. Even though he said that the fiery furnace, they're going to put them in. Now I'm pretty sure they done saw some people went in that fiery furnace and they ain't never come out. I'm pretty sure they've been, they saw a lot of people Nebuchadnezzar put in there and they never came out. But as soon as Nebuchadnezzar told them that, they said, no, we ain't going to do that. Because my God is able to save me from the hand of you and this furnace. Oh, my God. Now, look, watch this. Watch this. He said that God will, uh, there was a lie. God will release them from the hand of the enemy. The storm has arrived because of what they believe in. But instead of worrying about the fiery furnace, the boys went into a praise. They went into a praise because guess what? They know the true light was already in the fire. The consuming fire was already in the fire. And one thing about it, it ain't, uh, it ain't us, it ain't up to you to believe to see him in there. It's for you to believe he's in there. Like Elder Johnson said, you got to trust him when you can't trace him. Because in certain situations God going to put you in, you ain't going to see him in it. But when you get in it, the audience that was watching you from afar going to see. Because he said, hold up now, I thought we only put three in here. But now it's four, and one look like the son of man. And they walking around, they loose, praising, having worship, having a good time. Some of your situations, you ain't going to see him. But you got to believe he's there. You got to believe he's in the fire. Because the fire was created by him anyway. <laughs> you have to see good in every trial. Every trial you go through, every life, amen. You look outside, you see God. I'm riding around in my Chevy, yeah. I love, love my pickup truck, yeah, but I see Jesus. Even though Chevrolet got the credit for it, God gave somebody the idea to create it. <laughs> Y'all got to see Jesus in everything. Everything life brings, Jesus created, and it was by him and for him. That's the transcend life we live at real life. 
far and above what we can think or ask according to the power in us. That's how we live, church. We're not being thrown away by the storms, by what's happening. We believe that Jesus is there and it was rebuked from the beginning. Genesis 1 and I'm closing. In the beginning, God created the heavens and earth. The earth was form, formless and empty. It was darkness covered the deep. Some translations said chaos. It was out of order. God knew that your situation was out of order. But he needed to put back in order. Watch this. He said, and the spirit of God hovered over the water. He said, let there be light. Life. Light. Word. Jesus. First the natural. Spiritual. Catch it. He said, let there be light. He saw that light was good. He saw that the word was good. He saw that life was good. Because the light was in there. Oh my gosh. Jesus was in there. Then he separated, he separated the light from the darkness. But not until he saw light to be good that he made the separation. In your storm, you got to see the light to be good first before the separation comes. You got to see the good in the storm before anything else. He said, he separated the light from darkness and he called it to be day which translate in good. You have to see the good in your situation. And darkness not. You see the darkness in it, but it don't comprehend nothing about you. So you just give them a strong oppression of rebuke. Don't pay much attention to it. Because Jesus has already rebuked it. You have to concentrate on the good. Now, even in past, which is trans, transformation. Other morning came. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Till you make the separation, that's when you experience your joy. But as long as you concentrate on the darkness, darkness only brings misery, variation, frustration. But we live this transcendent life. We have to see the light. Jesus has already ordained the storm. Amen. How to stop the storm. He already did everything. Remember, there's an expected end to your life. We expected mean there was an expectation at one time. So God already see how your life is. Already, you don't see it. But that's how that's where faith comes in at. Trust God. We trust God with our life. That no matter what we go through in life, man, his thoughts is good towards me, and this is good for me. You gotta hear that. If his thoughts is good towards me, then it is and this is good for me. 
and you have to see that goodness. Amen. Then you can pull the good out of the storm because the darkness is already rebuked. And here comes the great calm. Amen. Come on, let's give God praise. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on, let's give God praise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He's worthy to be praised. Come on, lift your hands. Hallelujah. You got to see the good in your storm. Come on. Hallelujah. Some of you right slap dab in the middle of your storm right now. Amen. Hallelujah. All you have to do is praise God in the midst of it. Praise him in the midst of it. Hallelujah. See the good in it. Because it's good for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 